0: Welcome to the GuestX podcast, where my co-host Brian Amawi and I uncover the latest technologies and human-driven initiatives that are raising customer expectations and forever changing how we define customer experience across a host of industries. If you are passionate about creating incredible content and unique experiences, join us as we talk to leading product and experience experts across the globe and learn about how today's most successful brands are setting themselves apart from the competition. Okay. All right,
1: so on to our second designer. Yes. really excited to meet and talk to you because you've got some a unique approach to how you do the designs versus the other two designers, uh, Fariha Nasser. Yes, you right? absolutely
2: said that right.
1: Awesome. We've been practicing that one for a little <laughs> it bit. Is. I was too scared to say it. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you always, yes, you always talk about, but you're, uh, I guess it's pennies for a fortune? Yeah. Yes,
2: that is my handle on Instagram, and that's what I started my blog with. Uh, it's been a solid three years awesome. since wow. I started. It's, it feels like much longer, but it's only been three years, <laughs> and I actually grew up uh, in Karachi, Pakistan, and I moved wow. to Houston about 10 years ago, Okay, and this was never in my wildest dreams. I had not thought that I would be designing or doing a TV show. I have a home makeover TV show that's going to be coming out in December. Oh, wow, Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. And I would, I did not think I'd be working with the Home Depot, one of my favorite brands to work with and partnering with Verbo as well. Yeah. So it's been incredible. It's been a crazy journey, but I'm so glad to be here with you guys.
1: So tell us about how you got into design. What, what got you started into renovations, into thinking about interior design, because that's what you specialize in. And then what got you started on you know things like Instagram? Yeah,
2: yeah. so I have a creative background. I've always been creative, I've always had an eye for design. Um, I majored in painting, I went to art school in Karachi. And when I moved here, we, my husband and I, we lived in apartments, very small studio apartments for the first three years. And uh, there wasn't much that I could do. We were on a very, very tight budget. And I remember making lists down to the um, penny where I would be taking money from my home budget to put into decor and maybe getting some IKEA pieces and just making them my, by, my own by painting them or mm. doctoring them just a little by um, using even I've used full flowers on my wall to make it look different (laughs) i've done some crazy things (laughs) but yes. so there was a It was a lot of renter friendly little decor things that i would that that i started off with because i could not work for the first seven years of my life here in the united states i was on a uh, a visa that did um, not allow me to work i had a lot of time to myself i did not have kids we were um i so that that kind of lent itself to um More creative avenues for me. Like I just started doing little things around the house. Never, never any power tools in the beginning. No big DIYs. Just paint and art. And um, slowly, I we we got better with the finances, and we moved into our first home. Did not touch that at all either. I was too scared to do anything. We hired out hanging curtains on the wall, hanging curtain rods because we didn't know how to use a drill. Um, power tools are not a big thing uh, in Pakistan, sure, neither yeah. is DIY. <laughs> and um, then we bought our current home three years ago, and I started watching people on Instagram, women doing projects with power tools. And I felt inspired. I felt like if they can do it, maybe I can do And I started watching more videos. I taught myself how to use power tools. My first miter saw actually sat in the garage for about a month. I asked my husband to I asked my husband to set it up. I made the first cut like this with one hand and one eye, cov- one hand covering my eyes. And now I feel comfortable using power tools. I do my own projects in my house and that's how I started sharing on Instagram. I just shared my whole journey of decorating my first home from a builder grade home to a custom
1: dream home.
0: Wow. That's and impressive. It Thank really you. is. And, and let's talk about your design because, you know, Brian brought out, and I, I love the rooms you've done. Um, I believe you did two, is it two of the bedrooms? Three bedrooms. Three total bedrooms. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in one now. But, um, you know, one of the things I noticed is I think all of the bedrooms have uh, a really good use of wallpaper, which I think some people are a little afraid to, yeah. to, to really dive into. But also great color. And I think color has been, you know, bringing color into the homes is certainly on the rise. But I also think that when you're bringing in color, it it does, you know, it gets a little riskier, I think, for some people. They don't know how to do it. But how would you describe your design um, and what you've done?
2: Yeah, so a lot of my design is, you touched it right here, it's focused a lot on color and mixing patterns and textures. I... Sprinkle my heritage through into my design with different patterns that I use and the textiles that I use, and for me, it's so important to um, make make you feel something when you enter a space. I want you to feel like oh, I'm entering a feel a room that feels like maybe from it's from a different place and mm-hmm. uh, place and time. Or I want you to feel something when you enter a room, and wallpaper is one of those design tools that can really makes such a big impact and it's such an easy fix it's such an easy solve there's no hard tools involved it's just putting on some paper on the walls and it can definitely be intimidating because um, wallpaper is intimidating I've done it I I have messed it up yes (laughs) I messed up my first three panels I was crying I was intimidated as heck power tools are uh, are a piece of cake for me but wallpaper used to scare me but, you know, it's by the third panel, I tell my audience, like, you do two panels, you mess them up, by the third panel, you're a bro.
1: And, and it's interesting because the approach to what you did in particular in this room, you had a pretty big challenge, which was mirrored doors, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think one of the other designers had a similar challenge. Yeah. But your approach was use wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had mirrors no. in one of my houses, and I was like, "These things are hideous!" Right. And then I looked at changing them. I'm like, "I am not taking down this it's entire frame." It's expensive. Yeah, time and they were big custom doors as well. So I, it, they lived in my house forever. I wish I would have met you back then because <laughs> yeah. I would have put wallpaper over everything.
2: It's interesting that you said that because when I walked into this house the first time, I was so nervous looking at the mirrored walls. But when I the instant I walked in, I knew I was gonna put wallpaper on them. I don't know really? how, why, but I, I'm there's no rhyme or reason. But I just said, okay, I'm gonna wallpaper them because I want this room to feel uniform, mm-hmm. and it actually feels so much bigger. You'd think that a mirrored wall would make it look bigger, but right. it just made it look so. It made it look so tacky. Yeah, yeah. and a
1: lot of people just use. Wallpaper on one room. Mm-hmm. One thing that I noticed, especially in this room, is every wall mm-hmm. has yeah. wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. So people shouldn't really be afraid to use wallpaper, use patterns, and yeah. then tie it up with the rest of the room. Yes. And in addition to that, I think what you've done is you've taken the outside and brought it inside. Mm-hmm. Um, this wallpaper in particular has leaves and yeah. greens. And so talk to us how, how you came up with that concept of, yeah. well, let's wrap this entire room.
2: I feel like every room it doesn't matter if it's a rental of your, or your own home, it should reflect the place that you're living in to a certain extent. And this house, it's, it's in this beautiful little town. It's quaint. It's, it has this historic charm to it. And the patterns that I picked kind of reflect the outdoors. Like you said, there's botanical prints. There's uh there's natural earthy colors. There's greens in the other room and there's browns and rusts and rich stones in this one. And, making the entire room just wrapping it all in wallpaper in one print it makes it feel bigger it gives us gives it a more timeless look rather than doing just one wall it can make it look a little bit not as high end um that's the easiest way for me to say like you can wallpaper it and accent wall, but it it feels more like a trendy thing to do like that's Hmm. more of a trend but wallpapering all of the walls that's a more timeless more classic look and it actually looks for to me it looks better than just one wall and I've done that where I've wallpapered just one wall and in the beginning that is a great way to dip your feet into this um, if you're scared of wallpaper especially dry one wall there's no there's nothing wrong with that um, but it's just a personal preference of mine where I like my eye to you know just it, it have some continuity and it there's no visual break like in um, in the pattern
0: you know you, you said a couple things as we were touring the home we got to see all of your bedrooms you know one that really jumped out at me and I'd never thought of one you mentioned was you always bring a little bit of black I think you said into I a room I know the uh, the room downstairs has got the twin beds which obviously in a vacation rental, brings a lot of flexibility but there that bed was in black this lamp behind you Mm -hmm. has got a little black in it so that that was one thing but the the other thing too was how you use the wallpaper like in this room to make the beams stand out Mm -hmm. where before they were you know they were maybe getting blended in and now they it really makes them stand out so you think wow is it going to be too much for the eye right is it too distracting but in fact i think it simplifies things mm-hmm. for the eye, which is amazing in this room.
2: Before, like you said, the their contrast between the beams and the walls was very harsh. Yeah. It was dark and very light. Yeah. And now there's a mid tone on the wall, so your eye is kind of resting. It's not hmm. just immediately contrasted by the harsh, um, you know, dark and light. Yeah,
0: the distinction. And
2: with black, I uh, I don't know why, but I, I feel like every room needs a little bit of black just to... Um, it almost, you know, adds Sorry. depth to the room. It gives that contrast that you need, because if, if everything were to be light, it would just be uniform and bland and boring, and you want your eye to gravitate towards something darker, and black instantly takes your eye to that corner. Like, they have this little, little accent. It doesn't have to be much, like the pillow over here, the candle stands um sometimes you um i i've done rooms that are very very dark and even then um matte black or a glossy black just adds more depth to it yeah
0: no i i've i've Some loved it. it i have definitely noticed it well so um now you said you're doing a tv show oh you know because uh obviously for our viewers one of so pennies for a fortune does that does that go all the way back to when you guys first got here and yes. you you were down to the penny. I mean, what a cool. Yes. It's one of the things I do Rising. love about what what Instagram and social media has done is is people with a true talent and a true passion they don't need someone to give them their break, right? Sure. They 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 create their own breaks and, and so I love that the name goes back to that. Tell us does. a little about the television show as we as we kind of wrap up.
2: So, it is a home makeover TV show where I it's called Problem Spaces. And I'm the host of the show. I make over one room in every homeowner's house, all based in Houston, Texas, okay. um, where I live. And uh, basically, it's rooms that people can't figure out what to do with, mm-hmm. whether it's an architectural issue or a design or functionality issue. Like people have home offices and home gyms in the same room these days. No. You know,
1: this guy right here. Right, <laughs> I
2: have I have that same problem where Me I have too. a giant treadmill. In my playroom, and I don't know how to make it work. And so these kind of rooms, like these kind of problems, I'm addressing those in this um, TV show. And it's going to be airing on Magnolia Network this December. um, December 28th, in fact. So right after Christmas. Very cool. Yeah. And I am excited.
1: Well, we're excited for you. I I can't wait. Yeah. Again, we're going to put all of her information. We'll tag all the photos from this particular project. And... uh, Thank you for joining us on the show.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. That's it for this week's episode of Guest X. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. He is Mr. Guest Experience, Brian O'Malley. And I'm Matthew Loney, signing off and reminding you to always create a customer experience worth talking about.